Luke chapter one. Luke chapter one. Verse seventeen. It is who will go as a foreigner before him in the spirit of power of Elijah. He will have Elijah's spirit to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children and disobedient to the attitude of the righteous, so as to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. 叫为父的心转向儿女，叫悖逆的人转从异人的智慧，又为主预备何用的百姓。Now, as you know, this is almost our theme verse for this year. 啊，弟兄姊妹知道，这个我们刚所读的就是今年的主题的经文。Because important thing is the about the important thing about this verse. 啊，这节经节重要的就是。Is to remind us our Lord is coming back very soon. 就提醒我们，我们的主很快就要回来了。But before the Lord's coming, there must be a people ready prepared for the Lord's coming. 但是在主回来以前，这里要有百姓是为主预备好的。Now in the first coming of our Lord, 当主第一次来的时候 ，God has chosen a vessel called John the Baptist. 神拣选了一位器皿，就是施洗约翰。Who was called to be a forerunner to him? He is called to be a forerunner to him. He is called to be a forerunner to him. He is called to be a forerunner to him. to make ready a people prepared for the Lord's first coming. So now our Lord is coming back to him. So the Lord is doing the same thing. He's calling a vessel,、uh, calling you and me, just like a vessel,、uh, just like a, just like John the Baptist. So the Lord is here doing the same thing. Now the Lord is calling you and me, just like a vessel,、uh, just like a John the Baptist. So that's why we are dwelling in this verse. We try to share from different angle how we are able. To be used by the Lord. So we 仍然啊在这里着重这个经节，我们来看啊怎么来被主所用。Just like John the Baptist. 就好像施洗约翰一样。In the spirit and power of Elijah. 就有以利亚的心智。So then we are ready. We are ready uh to 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 make ready a people prepare for the Lord. 就预为主预备何用的百姓。Now talk about the Lord's second coming. 当我们讲到主第二次来。Now I don't know whether we are,、uh, we, whether uh, we, uh, we are caught by this thing. 我们是不是被这个主题，我们被这里被他这个呃所抓住呢 ？Because we talk about a lot. 因为我们已经讲了很多了。So then we become so,、uh, we, we we become so dull, not that sensitive to the Lord's coming. 由于我们讲了太多了，好像我们已经疲乏了，耳朵已经发沉，好像听不进去了。Now this morning I have some burden to share with you. 呃，今天早上我有一个负担跟大家分享。Because from time to time the Lord always try to awaken us. 因为在过去的时候总是神有一段时间就会要唤醒他的。For that reason he shake this world. 所以这个缘故他就震动震动这个地。So when this heaven and earth are shaken by the Lord. Then now we wake up. Now we realize not theoretically we know the Lord is coming. 
Practically, we are very near to the Lord's return. How do we know? Especially in the past two weeks. Now you remember how the Lord shaped the whole Middle East. How the Lord shaped Iraq today. The influence is not just Iraq. Today is something to do with Iran, with Lebanon, with Jordan, even with Israel. So if the shaking is such a large scale, it can never escape from our eyes. It's not just the, not just the, 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 the uh, not just something, uh, uh, not just breaking news in the television or in the newspaper. But to me, especially to myself, somehow I, I was awakened to the fact the word of God, prophetic of the word of God is always, is always firm. So I think this morning we would like to go back to the Word of God. Try to review some major prophecies. Especially three of them. And then we will see how these three prophecies will converge to what happened today in the Middle East. So you then you get the interpretation from the Word of God about what happened today. Especially for those who are live in New York. Especially for many people with our own eye have seen what happened in 9-11. So after 13 years, we almost fall into sleep. We still travel in the, uh, in the subway. We still enter into the midtown or downtown. We still walk in the Fifth Avenue. And many of us probably still traveling around the Chinatown. So 13 years passed. Now you no longer see the ground zero anymore. Now you see, instead of twin towers, now you see the Liberty Tower. So everything being resumed after 13 years. It was a human nature. It's very, we all forget. It is good that, you know, we are short in our memory. Otherwise, you, we just cannot go through many things. Now, when a baby was newly born, the mother went through a pain. That travel pain. Sometimes no way to describe that pain. 
So right after giving birth to the child, the mother always said, no more, no more, this is the last one. Now, if memory always shot in their mind, remember there will be no number two. Or number three. So now today you have number two, number three, even number four. Because human nature is such. Our memory will not stand will not stand very long. So you still can live in this painful world. You're still happy every day. Thirty years ago. When you travel on the street of New York, you were alert, but after 13 years, as if nothing happened, 13 years ago, we knew the law is coming back soon. 13 years later, we almost forgot. Theoretically, we know. From the Bible we know, but from our experience, once again it's far, far from us. So if the Lord has to prepare us for His coming, so brother, He has to always keep us alert. You see, now in the States today you have the level 5 or level 4 or level 3. Now, those who live in New York, you can expect that level always four or five. So we are supposed to be the people who are really conscious of the Lord's return. But after 13 years, we forgot. So this morning, I would like to go back to the prophetic word of God. I just read some of them. And let's do a quick review. And see what happened about today's world. Is there any difference today's world from the world 13 years ago? Now, why in the newspaper all of a sudden we are awakened to such a talk turmoil in? Sometimes we blame this person and that person. Now the people try to blame, try to point the finger to anybody. Now, no personality, no one or no country is able to predict what happened today. Now, brothers and sisters, now you have to know that it is God who is sitting on the throne. He is the God of history. So remember, brothers and sisters, He is much above any president, any kings of this world. You think the decision of a certain king or a certain president, president will change the whole world. 
We are mistaken. Think about it. We have two presidents involved with Iraq. And today people say probably the first one was wrong, and some people the second one was wrong. None of them were God. None of them were God. They never understood. They never expect what will happen. Can you imagine? Today, it is somebody to have to tell the high official of the United States. When you visit this area again, the things already changed. So remember, there was a good reminder from a cursed leader. Now, it is a new Iraq and it is a new reality. How come in one night such a drastic change? How come in the uh, in the theme of new new uh, uh, Time magazine? Now the title is the end of Iraq. How do you understand? Iraq was created by by. Uh, United Kingdom. Now after the fall, after the fall of uh, of uh, Ottoman Empire, it was United Kingdom and France tried to divide the whole area of Middle East. They only care about their uh, of their benefit. And then they never care what happened to the area. So a new nation called Iraq appeared in the on the on, in the map. Now in the Bible you don't have the word Iraq. But in the Bible you have Assyria. That's northern part of Iraq. Now in the Bible you have Babylon. Southern part of Iraq. Now that's the way we understand Iraq according to the Bible. But if you really know today's Iraq, you have to remember how the uh, Ottoman Empire collapsed. So this is a product of the division uh, by the uh, division of the Middle East by British, uh, uh, United Kingdom and France. So, by human hand, you may have Iraq. But by God's hand, you have a new Iraq and new reality. So, brothers, that's all within our eyes. That's all before our eyes. So, how are you to interpret the whole situation? The only way to interpret it is the prophetic word of God. So let's, let us do it quickly this morning. Let's turn to Luke chapter 21. 
All right, verse 29. Then he told them a parable. Now he means our Lord. Now that parable actually is a prophecy. Because our Lord was the great prophet. He actually was the total sum of all greatest prophets in Old Testament. So his prophecy, prophecy must be major and great prophecy in the Bible. He said, Behold the fig trees and all the trees. As soon as they put forth leaves, you see it and know for yourself the summer is not near. So you also, when you see these things happening, recognizing that, recognize that the kingdom of God is near. Now you know very well there is a parallel verses in Matthew. The Gospel of Matthew addressed to the Jews. So our Lord only talk about fig tree. fig tree represents the nation of Israel. Now a few days ago, our Lord went, went by a fig tree. And he couldn't find any fruits under the tree. So he cursed the tree. And the tree was withered. From the roots. Now, as you know very well, that tree represents the nation of Israel. Now, God is supposed to get some fruit from that nation. All they had but leaves, no fruit. Just appearance, no reality. Now, brothers and sisters, our Lord hates hypocrisy. He wants you to be transparent. So how can you be transparent? Now, if you are withered, if there is no fruit, then you find, or then you find no fruit on the tree from afar. God loves nation of Israel. For that reason, the Lord cursed the tree. And actually, that was prophecy. Because we know that 135 AD, the nation of Israel went into history. The nation of Israel disappeared from the surface of this planet. But don't forget, the Lord has another prophecy. One day he will restore the nation. The nation will appear in the sight of the world. About 2,000 years later, on the day, on the 14th of May, 1948, to the surprise of this world, the nation of Israel were reborn. 
Brothers sisters, that's impossible. According to political science, any nation who disappeared from the world for more than 500 never revive again. Study your history. You will learn, listen, listen from the history. For that reason, it was a miracle. Through a miracle, the nation of Israel was born again. Why? Our Lord has given a prophecy. Even the fig tree had been withered. But one day, it will bring forth leaf again. So as soon as the fig tree put forth leaves, then you know summer is near. Now remember, especially in Matthew, the Lord add one sentence. Because he knows the background of the hearer. No, hearer. They, they know that they, they, are, they belong to the oriental, uh, oriental world. So he talked about, now, when that happened, the son of man, now, the Son of Man, in the east of the Jews, it means Messiah. So, the Son of Man will be at the doors. Now, the doors in plural. Now, today in the Western world, when you knock my door, you're already in my living room. But that's Western, that's Western world. But with the Jewish world, with the Chinese world, now when people enter into your living room, they have passed through several doors. But one thing for sure, the Son of Man already at the door. You don't know which one. But you know it must be very, very near. So, brothers, for 2,000 years, the Lord always say, I come quickly, I come quickly. Now, if you say you come quickly, how come 2,000 years? The problem we didn't understand the language of our Lord. Now, the language of our Lord used about that phrase, I will come quickly. Now, in Greek, it means this. As soon as I start the journey, I will be there. My brothers and sisters, do you understand? Making no mistake. The problem is the way he's going to start the journey. Now, during the past 2,000 years, there must be some reason that you know the Lord delayed his journey. Now, brothers and sisters, from the Bible, are you able to know when our Lord started training? We have to get the head from the Word. 
But one thing for sure. You know that your guest already at the door. And then one thing for sure, he already started the journey from his home. So since 1948, we can be very, very sure. They're all already started the journey. He will come very quickly. You see, brothers, for that reason, in 1948, when we all witnessed the rebirth of the nation of Israel, we are awakened. Brothers and sisters, we know the Lord really coming back very soon. So you see, brothers, now that's a wonderful prophecy. But now when we come to the Gospel of Luke, now Luke was a Gentile, only Gentile in the, uh, among the New Testament writers. And because he addressed to the Gentile world, the Gentile world never know what is the son of kingdom, the son of man. They never understood what is kingdom of heaven. So Luke used the word the kingdom of God. Because remember, now Luke definitely has a, has a sense of uh, has a global sense. That's why interesting if you look if you read Matthew, John, and or Mark. It always says Sea of Galilee. Now for Luke even travels through Europe. When he saw the Mediterranean Sea, then you will see, you will understand, then Sea of Galilee no longer see anymore. So that's why in Gospel Luke he used the word lake. He was very careful. And now, because you are talking with the Gentiles, you cannot just talk of fig tree, you see? You see, now there's many other people here. So when you talk about the Lord's coming, not only fig tree is a wonderful sign, and our Lord talk about other trees. So let me repeat again, brothers. Now, let's go back to Luke chapter 21. Uh, Verse 29 again. Behold the fig tree and all the trees. As long as they put forth leaves. Now, brothers, putting forth leaves means rebirth of that nation. Now, putting forth a fig tree, it means rebirth of the nation of Israel. But our Lord talk about other trees. So it means refer to the ancient nations in the Bible. So now you have to go back to the word of God. 
Now, what nation, ancient nation will be reborn someday? So, you have to be scientific, brothers. You understand? You talk about fig tree being reborn. Being cursed, withered, and now put forth, putting forth the leaves. So, in the Bible, there must be some another parallel statement. To tell another tree. The same fate, same future. You understand? That's why our Lord put it in a very accurate way here. So if you study your Bible, there is no way out, brothers. There must be another tree mentioned in the Bible. And then that tree will share almost the same fate as the fig tree. So you let the word to interpret the word of God. So then you begin to understand. So if there are any other tree mentioned in the Old Testament, almost share the same fate as the fig tree. So let's turn to Daniel chapter 4. Daniel chapter 4. Now Daniel chapter 4 will talk about a story of Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar actually was the emperor or the king of Babylonian Empire. He dreamed a dream. So verse 10. Now these were the vision in my mind as I lay on my bed. You know, Nebuchadnezzar was speaking here. I was looking and behold, there was a tree in the midst of the earth and height was great. And uh, uh, verse 11. The tree grew large and it became strong, and its height reached to the sky, and it was visible to the end of the whole earth. Now its foliage was beautiful and its fruit abundant, and in it was food for all. The beasts of the field found shade under it, and the birds of the sky dwell in its branches. And all living creatures fed themselves from it. Do you see the tree? And this tree is a great tree. You can see it from a distance. So it's a such a large scale. Only a world empire is able to, to match with it. So verse 13. I was looking in a vision and in my mind as I lay on my bed. And behold, an angelic watcher, a holy one, descended from heaven. He shouted out and spoke as follows. Chop down the tree and cut off 
its branches. Strip off its foliage and scatter the fruits. Leave the bees free from under it and the birds from its branches. Do you see the same fate as fig tree? Cut down the tree and cut off its branches. So what does that mean? That means this nation definitely will go to history. This nation definitely will disappear from the planet of the face of the planet. But very interesting. Verse 15. Yeah, leave the stem with its roots in the ground. Why is so? One day it will be reborn. So you see, brothers, now indeed there is another tree. Just like a fig tree. Entering into history. Disappear from the face of the planet. After some time, it will be reborn. Now, my brothers and sisters, now what tree was this? Very clear. It's a double reference here. This tree, on one hand, referred to the king of Babylonia. Nebuchadnezzar. And also referred to the Babylonian kingdom. So, if this is true, so that means, according to this prophecy, now Babylon definitely went to history. And more than that, but one day, the power of Babylon will come back again. Why? Because you leave the stem within its root in the ground. So, brother, how long, how, when that will happen? Now, this prophecy is very accurate. It said, after seven periods, seven periods of time. Now, brothers, how do you know how long is seven periods? Now, in Daniel, you don't find any solution. But only when you come to you come to the last book, Revelation, you found it. Now, because three periods and a half. It's equivalent to 1260 on the other hand, you have 2520. Now, something very interesting. Now, brothers, the first captivity of people of Israel. Or let me say this the first disappearance of the nation of Israel. And, uh, and uh, the second time. Again, you, you, you have to remember two one things in the history of Israel. Before the laws, uh, before uh, before the law was born, 
about 580 before Christ, something like that. And then you know that nation of Babylonian Empire went to history. Now that, that was very clear. Uh, but at the same time, and you, you know that before that, sorry, before that, nation of Israel was being captured to Babylon. So that means the nation disappeared from the earth. So that's first incident. But later, in 1948, when the nation of Israel was being born again, actually this is the second event in the history of Israel. So now we measure the years between the first coming return and second return to their land. Now that can be very accurate from history. Now from the first coming home to Israel and the second coming home in 1948, how many years? 2,520 years. Biblical years. Each year, 360 days. Do you understand? That's the fact. That's the fact. But now we come to the nation, we come to the uh, Babylonian Empire. After seven periods of uh, of what, seven periods of time, the power of Babylonian Babylon will be will be revived. Now we know that the first encounter between Persia and Babylon. And the Babylonian Empire went to history. It's 539 before Christ. Now that you can find from history. But something very interesting. Now, the former Babylon is today's Iraq. Former Persia is today's Iraq. First encounter between these two nations. The result was that Babylon entered history. Now Babylon was destroyed. So you remember, you mark that year is 539. But then we will ask. According to history, what was the second encounter between Persia and Babylon? What is the second encounter between Persia and between Iran and Iraq? Now, around 1981, there was eight years of a war between Iran and Iraq. Now, very interesting. If you count from 539 to the second encounter between Iraq and Iran, 
到那个他们伊朗伊拉克第二次彼此相遇的时候 ，How long it is？ 有多少年呢 ？Two thousand five hundred twenty solar years。有两千五百二十年的地球年。There are two, two calendars mentioned in the Bible. One is biblical year. So that's what that's actually what happened to the people of Israel. Now you can understand. After seven seven periods of time, they came back. But don't forget. According to the Lord's prophecy, another tree also will be revived. But it's according to solar years. So now, if you go back to review your history, that's what the time. Iraq, the Iraq army became the fifth largest one in the whole world. So in Iraq, for a time, it became the fifth largest one in the whole world. So in Iraq, for a time, it became the fifth l a r g e And then describe Israel as a little Satan. So of course now you have to choose between two evils. So during that eight years of war, the Western world has chosen Iraq. So to our surprise, there was a Babylonian Empire revived in the hands of Saddam Hussein. And you remember how he, how there were two Persian Gulf War because of what happened in the Middle. And then also you discover the prophecy in Isaiah chapter thirteen wonderfully fulfilled. You begin to understand. Now, but Babylon has gone to history. But if you read Daniel as Isaiah thirteen, the end before the Lord return, and there will be a Babylon. So definitely means that the revival of Babylon. And there was a great war between somewhere and Babylon. And from that passage. The enemy of the Babylon actually from heaven, from as far as from heaven. Now, United States in the eyes of Iraq is almost come from the the end of heaven. And that war not just involved with the two parties. Involved with many nations. Can you believe that? How come that prophecy wonderfully fulfilled? Because if you read New or if you read if you read Revelation, Babylon is fallen. Babylon is fallen. Babylon 倾倒了 Babylon 倾倒了 That was not the Babylon in history. 
That must be the Babylon at the end time. Is Babylon already gone? How is it possible Babylon is fallen? Babylon is fallen. So before the Lord returns, the Babylonian Empire definitely will come back. So brothers, that's why we went through we went through the whole thing there. Do you understand? I think that this is very, very clear. And because the inspiration from Saddam Hussein. Then you have a new terrorism, the birth of a new terrorism. Now what is new terrorism? The old one is very familiar to everybody. Now in the Bible you have zealots. Now zealots actually are the people who love their country. They were terrorists. They want to murder all the Roman officials. And all those, those who though all those who are on the side of Roman. So in other words, remember one of the disciples is Simon the Bellot. Now he definitely will kill some disciple like Matthew. So you can understand. Now this terrorism is called old terrorism. Because they have a noble they have a noble goal. They only deal with the Roman militants. They never try to kill children, never try to kill uh, innocents. No, not all. But brothers and sisters, if you go to United Nations, and if you try to find out the development of the terrorism, now, after Babylonian Empire has revived, after the first Persian Gulf War, now you know what happened? Somehow, the Iraq, somehow the Muslim Islamic world are awakened to some fact. Because they consider Saddam Hussein as a hero. Do you know that even in Palestinian? Now remember uh, that their their uh, uh, their leader should be the hero. But that was not the case. If you ask them, they know everybody knows their hero is Saddam Hussein. Every Palestinian died in the battlefield. But Saddam Hussein always give the money, some send some messenger give the money to that person. Now today we we are, we do not know much about it. But in the Islamic world, you know that definitely that time, who is there to challenge the superpower in this world? He, he must be hero. Today, if you visit Baghdad today, now their mosque was created in the shape of rockets. 
Now the reason is very simple. Now even the defeat of uh, everybody knows the defeat of uh, of Saddam Hussein. But in the mind of Islamic world, this is the fight between adult and a small young boy. Even the boys being defeated is still victorious. So Denmark is celebrating victory, not celebrating defeat. So you understand all of a sudden, and you discover now, now there's some awakening there. There in the computer, you are able to find out a new terrorism is being born. Now, what is the difference? The new terrorism is like this. Is this. Because old terrorism, you talk about principle. So people do not see much about it. So people do not know your cause, why you are doing that. But after WWW, now after the, all this uh, all this modern technique, now important thing is, you want people to see you. Why World Cup is so important to some of the countries? Why spend so much money for that? They want the whole world to see them. You see, their visibility is very important. You sacrifice your blood. Nobody knows. So it's not worth it. You have to do something make the whole world visible. In order for that to be visible, you have to sacrifice some principle. You have to shed innocent blood. Even the children, even the women, even the civilian airlines. And then you despite it in the news from here and there. Here the the the, the visibility, another visibility. Now brothers, when that new terrorism was officially born? 9-11 through 001. Now, brothers, those who live in New York, from our own eyes, we saw the collapse of that tower. Because I know one of the brothers is one level above the, the, uh, above the airplane hitting. So, when that tower collapsed, my heart was also sunk. I can never describe that pain in my heart. My brothers and sisters, remember, we all have gone through that. Then I asked one question. What kind of hatred? 
How come 3,000 souls, ignorant souls, just gone like that? Then you begin to understand. A new terrorism was born. Brothers and sisters, because it is visible. It's so dramatic. Even Hollywood was not produced such a film. They use the resource of the enemy. They change four civil civil airlines into four missiles. All together, all together less than half a million dollars. But the result is forever in your mind and for in our mind. in this part of the world. But brothers and sisters, think about it. Nineteen hijackers. None of them knew that this is a new terrorist. According to the old doctrine, they 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 are they are they will not be they are not ready to die. But remember, because the new terrorism was born. Now everybody knows. You know, Bin Laden actually he knew a little bit about civil engineering. Because all the construction in Saudi Arabia in the hand of his family. So he knows very well. Now if you have to hit the whole thing with the airplane. The angle, the point. You have to, you have to, you have to uh, hit a certain place for the whole thing to melt. Brother, sister, you just cannot imagine. And just because of that, everybody knows that it's, a, it's something greater than 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 uh, Hollywood could do. But the cost is 3,000 souls. Now, brothers, after that, many of us were awakened. Because when, every time when we study uh, Revelation, we always think it's in a remote future. There is no connection from uh, to, from uh, no connection between the present and that day. You discover the distance has been shortened. When you read your Bible again, when you read your uh, Revelation again, Let's turn to Revelation chapter 9.
Then the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God. What is saying to the sixth angel who had a trumpet? Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. And the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and month and year were released. So that they would kill a third of mankind. Now, we have no time to continue. But if the whole population of mankind is wiped out, one third, if all wiped out, think about it. How do you describe that? Because you kill one third of mankind, you leave two thirds of mankind in great terror. If you wipe out the whole mankind, nobody will be in fear anymore. So do you see that, brothers and sisters? Now, if you read on, how are they able to kill one third of mankind? They use three kinds of mass, uh, three kinds of weapon of mass destruction. If you read on, you know that. So, brother, how do you understand the three uh, uh, weapon of mass destruction today? And you find nuclear weapons. You find chemical weapons. You also find biological weapons. Now, every, every military, knows, uh, military expert will tell you, if you want to conquer the enemy, one square, one square or mile, so if you use a nuclear weapon, you, you, you have to spend $500. Yeah, $500. Yeah. No, only, only, one, only one square mile. But if you use biological weapon, $1. You see, brothers and sisters, for that reason, this is the most fearful thing. Because nuclear weapon is such a weapon. Definitely is high tech. If it's high tech, it means very expensive. Now, if it's a, a biological weapon, now why one dollar? Because this is not high tech weapon. So if this weapon falls into the hands of a terrorist, brothers and sisters, now it will be a horrible thing. So after 9-11, now we are all awakened to these weapons of mass destruction. You see, my brothers and sisters, you know really exists. In the time of Saddam Hussein, now actually in the last encounter in the first, world, uh, first Gulf War, now according to some intelligence, Saddam Hussein already ready 
to prepare to use biological weapons. But then you need what you need you, you biological or chemical. But you have to wait for the direction of the wind. If the wind is just toward the enemy, okay, you can use it. Now, if the wind is, is just against yourself, then don't do it. Now, that's the reason Saddam Hussein never used that weapon. So, it is true. Now, Saddam Hussein definitely have it. And today in Syria, definitely have it. So, because of that, now, you know, then, in order to protect the United States, now, people, the, the, at that time, the United States got intelligence. Now, Iraq did have all these weapons. And as you know very well, the more you know about the mentality in that area of the world, you know the Western mind is completely different. And we never know that some people can brag. You can say something you do not have. Now, to the point that even the intelligence in the United States have been fooled. So, the reason you have to enter into Iraq, you must have an accurate intelligence. But before you defeat the enemy, you already defeated the enemy by their lie. What happened? So, when you enter into Iraq, you no longer justify the war anymore. They couldn't find any mass uh, weapon of mass destruction. So, brother searchers, now immediately you find that every white become black, black, black become white. So that's what happened. So, but anyway, fortunately, now, Saddam Hussein had been defeated. And then, the whole Iraq became a democratic country. Now, think about it. At least, we have spent so much money. We have shed so many blood in the battlefield there. Now, at least you can comfort yourself. Now, this country becomes democratic. But brothers and sisters, remember, we think democracy is a wonderful thing. Because we don't know that part of the world. The reason is very simple. Now, you know, Iraq actually, 60 majority, 60 uh, of the population, the population belong to Shiite. And then Saddam Hussein belong to Sunni. Saudi Arabia. God. Many parts of the world are Sunni. So in the world, in the worldwide, now Shiite is only minority. More, most of the money is in the hand of a Sunni. So now, when Saddam Hussein tried to conquer, uh, conquer, tried to rule over Iraq, 
minority rule over majority. So definitely he has to use high hand. So no wonder you know that he is a dictator, no doubt about it. Without dictatorship, it's impossible to use a rule over the whole Iraq. So after democracy, now you only count numbers of heads. Now of course Shiite become majority. So today who is in the ruling class? Of course Shiite. Now we thought for today's confusion. I did not know it. You did not know it. None of the leaders of government knew about it. Only God about know it. We always do our best. We always had good attentions. Good By the end of the day, when you look back, all of a sudden you discover you have turned the blessing into suffering. So, my brother, because we are human beings, we are only at dusk. We never govern the whole world. The one who really rules the world is God Himself. So you see, brothers and sisters, so for that reason, now we thought that we did a wonderful thing. We already spent so much money. We gave the best weapon to the Iraqi soldiers. Think about it. We almost can spend more than $8 billion for that purpose. It's all from your pocket and all from my pocket. So, brothers and sisters, no one can expect when these people with such a weapon, they definitely will be, they will definitely will win the victory. You already done your best. You cannot sacrifice them anymore. You cannot sacrifice more blood. You cannot ask your, your, your children, your, your, your sons go into the battlefield again. That's their business. That's their doing. You are given everything. So, brother, think, think about it. Now, when you review all these Bible verses, now one thing you remember. Now, 1911, no, sorry, 911, was only the birth of new terrorism. 3,000 innocent souls. How many population in the United States? In New York? More than 10 million for sure. So 3,000 in, uh, in, in this uh, 10 million people. It is tragedy. It is tragedy the United States can never forget. However, it is only 3,000 people. One day, 
there will be a great tribulation. And then also that you discover one third of populations. You know how many. You know how many of them just die innocently. So what does that mean? That means the new terrorism will reach the maximum on that day. So today we are in the middle. We are between the birth and the height. Now who will kill one third of people? Of course Antichrist. There's no doubt about that. Now even in the beginning people never thought that there was Bin Laden. But later Bin Laden himself said that I did that. So so later you see the 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 uh, uh, the Antichrist will will manifest himself. But my brother sister, you never expect this would happen. So you see, brothers, now we have a prophecy about Iraq. Prophecy about revival of the king of the Babylonian power. In the last two weeks, there is some terrorists connected with Al Qaeda. They are more horrible than Qaeda. They have been kicked out by Qaeda. They have gone too extreme. So today, the head of that terrorist, uh, the terrorist called the New Bin Laden. And they call them so ISIS. Now why is called ISIS? I means Islamic. S means state. They not only try hit and run, no. They not just create terror, no. They do something more than Bin Laden. Because after the result, something will be born. In the Islamic State. Will bring people back to the 7th century. And then where they will build this country. That they... so that's the first IS. Another I. Means Iraq. Another S means Syria. So think about it. First, they were involved with the war, the battle in the Syria. So they learned the battle experience. So they have enough skill to fight the fight the war. But now they think that them. Their, their, their dreams are coming true now. This terror is supposed to be the Al-Qaeda in Iraq. The world did not know about that. The world did not know about that. Now all of a sudden we begin to, uh, to, to see the fact. Now first, they already have a good experience. Second, they come back to Iraq. Now remember brothers. Now you remember... In, 
in the time of Saddam Hussein, so many generals, so many colonels, so many soldiers, they worked with, they were, they were under the direction of Saddam Hussein. You see, they fight all for them. But when Saddam Hussein was defeated, they have lost their job. So now somehow ISIS absorbed them. Because these people know Iraq, every inch of Iraq. They know how to fight the battle. So, brother, all just within one or after we know about it, whole northern part of Iraq is gone. The largest city actually was a biblical Nineveh. Now today we have two million of people. Can you believe that? Now they all fall into the hand of ISIS. So now you can understand. Now they are large, they expand their territory. Not only northern part, also western part. Now they claim they are going to take Baghdad in within one month. Of course, that's not very important. That's not very possible. But no matter what, a new reality began to appear. So, brothers, can you believe that? Such a terrorist, they are more horrible than Kaidah. When we talk of Bin Laden, we almost equate him with Antichrist. Now you begin to understand. even more fearful than uh, than than, uh, than Bin Laden is coming. Is this Antichrist? No, I don't think so. Antichrist definitely is much more horrible than him. But brothers, you never think it's from the land of Iraq. You never think it's in the territory of Babylon. Babylon. You see, brothers, when you thought that when Saddam Hussein collapsed, that power is gone. Now, instead, you have a more horrible power. And Bin Laden never built a nation. But now, if this ISIS is suppose they are successful, then this is not their dream. That will become their reality. So, my brothers and sisters, can you imagine when you study the prophecy of chapter 9 of Revelation? Why great mother? Why new terrorism? Why one third of mankind is gone? Because four fallen angels were released. Where they do? In the bank of Euphrates. exactly the area, the territory ISIS is gaining today. My brother and sister, even when Saddam Hussein was in power, I still could not understand this verse. 
But now, brothers, when you go back to the Bible again, you find this verse becomes so clear. Of course, we don't know what will happen. But when you read your news, now try to be careful. Now, these two years is different. You know, there will be four uh, bloody moons. One already is gone. There are three, three blood moons behind. Is it our Lord trying to remind us? But one thing for sure. Nothing is more sure than the prophet word. So, I already tried to review what one of the two of the three major problems. Our time is gone. And very late. So I only stop here. We will leave it for some other time. So let's have a scene of prayer before we dismiss.